Hey guys, this is Haley. Uh, today's Saturday, March 28th, and I am here with Jessica. Good morning. Hey guys. Um, we are sorry that we haven't published an episode in a little bit, but we've been facing some issues, some that we're all facing with the COVID-19 problem and epidemic. And then also myself personally, last week I had a dental issue and could not talk properly and was in some pain. So yesterday we tried as well and we had some technical difficulty, but we're here today and we would like to talk to you about walking in other people's shoes and compassion and empathy and just trying to be understanding of others. Right, um, because we all know that um, we are, you know, going through a lot being, I guess, you know, quarantined and in tight space with, you know, maybe our family or um, maybe actually have a friend staying with us, you know, because they don't have anywhere else to go. But we all know that, you know, we feel a bit isolated. That's definitely the word we hear a whole lot. And yes. with that comes... Um, you know, some increased anxiety, and um, we all know that before this pandemic that, you know, we all carry around things on our insides and struggles that maybe we don't necessarily voice or talk about a whole lot, and that compounded with the COVID-19 pandemic um, definitely makes us a little more... Um, edgy I guess you yeah. can say and so we want to talk to you guys about um, you know, your choice of words with other people and your choice of behavior when you are around other people and come into contact with others and the importance of how we treat each other and um, just you know think about each other as you know, we all have basic human needs, and one of those is to absolutely be respected despite, you know, whatever we have going on or what kind of person we are or what we're struggling with. We all deserve to be respected as individuals and as humans. So, um, we, Haley and I, talked a little bit about yesterday as we were kind of brainstorming for this episode about stereotypes and how each of us have experienced them on different levels and um we all I think do it we do it maybe innately we do it um subconsciously we may not like intend to be judgmental but we all have you know, the Mr. or Mrs., you know, judgy pants um, <laughs> about us sometimes. Yeah. And I think we really need to turn down the volume on our judgments, especially right now. And, and maybe this is a good time to practice not being so judgmental when we have the time to actually work on ourselves. For sure. I mean, because like you said, we're we're isolated, we're quarantined as well. Like, we're isolated as in we can't leave our homes unless it's absolute necessity. Or, and then 
at the same time, we are, some of us are alone and some of us are not. And some of us are with our families or friends. And, you know, if you're with your family too, like I, that can be a whole other issue because you don't necessarily always spend this much time, you know, locked up with your family. Um, that's one thing that, you know, comes to my mind first too. And we all have a way about us, like Jessica said, and I think that we're all guilty of occasionally, you know, judging people. It's kind of like the whole first impression thing. You, you just see what you see and what you perceive, and then you make a judgment, and it's almost involuntary. Um, it just, it just happens, and I think that we are, our message today is sort of like we want you to understand that we think or we believe that maybe we need to slow down sometimes and not just go off of what we see. Don't assume that someone looks a certain way and so they must be this certain way or, or anything else. I mean, just in general. Um, I mean, like I said, we're all guilty of it. We all do it. I've had it done to me, of course. And I mean, I know Jessica's had it done to her and Everyone has issues, period, <laughs> one way or the other, some type of issue, and we never know, and we can't read each other's minds, and if there's someone who is rude to you that you don't even know, a cashier, you know, at, or at the bank or at the gas station or at the grocery store, if someone is rude to you, you have to stop, or you don't have to, but we would like for you to think about stopping, and thinking, you know, okay, what could possibly be going on in their life today? They could have just gotten bad news. They could just be having a bad day because we all have those and not necessarily reacting in the same way. React with kindness and some compassion and maybe a little bit of empathy and try to put yourself in their shoes and say, okay, so if I was them and I was having a bad day, I might act like this too and just try to understand. It, it's not personal, especially if it's a stranger, because they don't know you, so it can't be personal. So we shouldn't take it personal. And I think that it's society in general today that we are so overly offended. It's a choice to be offended. When you're offended, you're giving something else power over you. And that's not a good thing. You should always be you know, mostly in control of your thoughts and, and you don't always have to think what you're thinking too. If something can pop in your head and you can stop it and say, no, wait a minute, I'm going to think about this and I don't have to react this way. So in general, I think that's kind of like our message is just slowing down a little bit maybe and not always reacting and giving someone back the rudeness or the mistreatment that they may have given you. Have compassion for them, and you might change the course of their day. You never know. I mean, you, there could be someone that's gonna commit suicide when they get off work. You know, they, they could be fed up, and you could be nice to them, and it might just save their life, and that seems extreme to you listening, probably, but it happens a lot. It's, it's um, and it, it's true, like it does happen that way. 
you can actually have that much of an impact on someone's life just by the way you treat them one time. Absolutely. I can um, speak to that a little bit. Um, actually, um, there was a decision that I made about um, five years ago. And um, like, I won't necessarily go into detail about exactly what the decision was, but um, I will say to you that I had um, made contact with an individual about the decision that I was trying to make. And she and I set up a meeting to discuss um, the details of the situation that I was trying to resolve. And for me, um, I so the way I was treated by her weighed in a lot on my decision to go forth with what I was trying to do or the way she treated me was going to, like if, it, if she had treated me poorly or kind of um, had a sort of nonchalant attitude about the situation that she and I were going to discuss, um, you know, may have impacted my decision to um, not do something that I had set out to do. And so, you know, the way we treat people um, and the way we, you know, welcome other people's feelings or we, you know, welcome like them to talk to us about, you know, something that may be going on, you know, they may just need to talk about it, but it just goes to show you that, you know, the way we treat people does affect them and it does have a long lasting effect on them because people remember what we say. They remember how we treat them and if it's hurtful they remember that and if it's helpful they also remember that and so you know we we don't really i think all the time take into consideration how impactful um we are on each other's lives and almost take it for granted like i think sometimes we almost sort of mm-hmm. like shrug it off like it's not a big deal like oh you know okay well i said that to that person because they're strangers and, you know she's not going to think about it you know after today but truly that person will think about it after today and so our decision to treat someone poorly versus treating someone with compassion and empathy is a very big deal it is a big um, deal yeah. And sure. I know that, um, you know, Haley can probably share with you, you know, experiences that she has had um, in the area of being stereotyped. Mm-hmm. Um, I can. Well, <laughs> yeah. Um, um, so, like Jessica said, without going into all of the dirty details or gory details, um, I'm four years in a few months clean from being a heroin addict. And I don't, I mean, I had a job at a place that was like, to me, going to be my dream job. You know, it was working with people um, who were in a medicated assisted treatment program, but they were addicts and that's what I want to do. So I was really excited when I got the opportunity. Um, and part of my job was I would have to go in with the patient before the doctor went in and do somewhat of a workup, ask them questions, you know, get to know them a little bit. And 
I would always put myself back into that seat on the other side. When I was the addict getting help, it was really important to me that that person sitting across from me, you know, that they had, almost that they had been through it because you can't say like, I know how you feel if you've never truly been in that position. So part of what my abilities or gift would be to these people, I thought, was that I could seriously sit across from them and say, hey, guess what? I know exactly how you feel because I was there. I have been there. I've been in that chair right there. I've been you and I understand. And then they look at me and they're like, what? You don't look like a heroin addict. I'm like, oh, really? Well, what does a heroin addict look like? Because today, a heroin addict looks like your neighbor. He looks like your nurse, your doctor, your therapist, your bank manager, um, the CEO. You're, you're, right, your anesthesiologist. Yeah, like that. seriously. I mean, like it's, um, it is. It's non-discriminatory like she... Like, you know, it's just, it's, there is no, it's not that junkie in the alley anymore, basically, is what I'm trying to say. And people think that so much, and the stigma attached to an addict, to me, it just, it drives me nuts. I can't stand it. Because I never, ever imagined I would be there. I was a housewife. I had a baby. And I had money, and I had everything I needed, and I was just living life and going to the gym and doing things. And one decision changed the trajectory of my life, and then it just went spiraled out of control. And before I knew it, I was addicted to opiates. It happened so fast, and it can happen to anybody. It's not always a choice. Not always. Yes, in my, it was in my situation. to it. No. People aren't immune. I mean, I feel like the most immune that you can be to something like opioid addiction is if you happen to be blessed enough to be allergic to them. Right. Um, Absolutely. Just because they make you sick to take them. Yeah. um, Um, So, like, that was the situation where I've been, you know, stereotyped. and, And then I've, I mean... I don't, I'm very transparent about the fact that I was an addict because I want to help people. I write a blog about it. Um, I want other people to know that it is not that person that you think that wearing the rags and sit on the street corner. You know, I mean, yes, of course there are ones like that, but we also, those people, they deserve the same human compassion and humanity they, they are human beings. They deserve to be treated as such. And I see things on the internet all the time when people like record an overdose or something and, and the comments are just disgusting to me because they'll say, oh, that person's an addict. You know, what, what's, what's the loss of an addict? Well, that addict is someone's brother or sister or daughter or son or cousin or best friend or mother or father I mean it just it it can happen to you so fast that you don't realize it it's happening until you're until you're already neck deep in it and so in it and it makes me angry to hear when people say things like that about others no matter what they are like they say that about the um LGBT community um 
I don't know exactly, like, all the words and stuff to use for that, but, like, just in general, like, they are another, they're another community of people that get stereotyped, and, and addicts, and them, and then even Christians, like, we all, like, if you have a label attached to you somehow, you're gonna get thrown into a pile, and then others view you a certain way, so, I think that we just want our message to be, no matter what, who you run into, how you're treated, what you see is not always what actually is. Exactly. Um, Because we're all human. And, you know, just like, you know, with addiction, it doesn't um, discriminate. It's just like cancer. It doesn't matter if you're wealthy or you have limited resources or you know if you're the president or if yeah. you're you know I, I mean i i don't even personally like to say things like if you're you know the president or if you're the janitor because in my mind those two people are no different so i don't even really like to use that as an example because yeah. we are all human and we all deserve to be respected and and there's nobody in this world that wakes up and says i can't wait to be a drug addict you know Uh -uh. years from now (laughs) nobody does that nobody wakes up and says i can't wait to be depressed or i can't wait to be traumatized or i can't wait to be all of these things that you know put a kink you know in your life i mean nobody does that and um if people were given the choice to wake up and start that period of their life over again more than likely they wouldn't do the same things twice nope um i can tell you I first mean, time <laughs> absolutely right, not I, mean, I am a counselor by day and do therapy with um people who are primarily in active addiction and obviously you know have co-occurring mental health issues but there's not one of them that doesn't have extraordinary shame and guilt and they feel terrible about themselves and the last thing that they need is for somebody to sit across from them in a room and exacerbate those feelings like they do bad all by themselves they don't need the extra put downs they don't need the extra judgment because or shame believe right because believe me they are doing it to themselves oh yes when their feet hit the floor in the morning they're ashamed of themselves they hate themselves they're Mm -hmm. they feel extraordinarily guilty especially if they have children or Mm -hmm. if they're hurting people in the process and Mm -hmm. so you know it just goes to show you that people don't need the extra bad in their life they don't need the extra judgment they don't need the extra stereotype um you know, what we need to do is be kind to each other. We need to be uplifting. We need to smile at somebody. We need to, you know, walk up to somebody in the gas station and say, hey, you know, like whatever you're buying today, you know, if you have the extra resources to do so, hey, I'm going to get that for you today because you never know. They may have to choose they may be choosing between that money and something that they need to pay for for their kids or Mm -hmm. i mean you just never know and being nice is free it costs you nothing to be nice to somebody nope kindness is free and i've had my days changed a hundred percent you know from a terrible day 
to just one person, a stranger, walk up to me and just, it must have been like I, I was wearing whatever feelings I was having. Like I had a sign attached to me because I've had it happen to me where a gentleman walked up to me and said, God loves you and it's going to be okay. A stranger. And I was just getting gas. So it's like, wow. I mean, I cried and cried and cried. And I was like, oh my gosh. Like, to me, when people, you know, another little thing is people ask me, how do you hear from God? That's one of the ways. That's the stuff that you, you hear from God or how you hear from God. And, you know, Jessica and I are both believers um, in, in God. And we are both Christians and you know, I was raised that way, but it's also a choice. I mean, clearly, I steered away from it as an addict. So, like she said, I carried around shame and guilt mm -hmm. and self-loathing. And honestly, if it wasn't for my son, I probably wouldn't be here today. I would be dead. 100%. So, well, both of my kids actually, but at the very, at that immediate moment, I almost made a decision to step out in front of a Mack truck. I was going to walk out in front of a semi and just end it because I was so miserable. People who are in the situation of drug addiction in that particular situation, I mean, it's just, it's miserable. It's not fun. We're not partying anymore. You know, usually you're not, it's like you're not partying anymore. You're living a horrible life. I mean, you're just trying to stay afloat. Like, yeah. you're just trying to, to make it from, you know, one hour to the next. Literally. And not be sick or, mm -hmm. you know, feel bad that you can't function to take care of your children or your, you know, fiancé or, you know, your family. Mm -hmm. um, you know, there is that, you know, whole cliche about, you know, treat others as you want to be treated. And I think... You know, the message that we want to try and drive home to people is, you know, as best you can, you know, think about if I were in this person's shoes, because those of you that are blessed enough to not suffer from, you know, um, chronic depression or, or anxiety, you've maybe not suffered a trauma or you've not um, suffered from addiction or anxiety you know, it's harder right That's it's harder one. for you to really I guess grasp you know kind of what we mean by this but but it's it's not fun and it's very difficult mm -hmm. to live with and so sometimes our actions or our words you know may come across a little like I don't know harsh but it's it's because of what we are dealing with on the insides and so the last thing we need is for somebody to be ugly to us and so yes because you know, we're being just, ugly to ourselves <laughs> trust me right yeah I mean it's like meet people with with open arms I mean Compassion. you don't have to like turn yourself inside out or like drain your bank account or something but no. you know you can be nice and you can be approachable you know yes. that's that's one oh thing. yeah like that's don't a big thing. don't carry don't carry yourself around like with this hard Armor. like shell or this hard face mm -hmm. where you know you don't look like somebody that somebody could reach out to ask yeah. a question or reach out you know maybe you're the only person that has smiled at, at, you know, this particular person, you know, for the past three days and your smile could change their week. Yes, um, it could. It's, 
it sounds simple, but I mean, you know, like Haley said, I mean, she's been to the gas station and she had someone, you know, come up to her. I was at a gas station in Wilmington one morning, like getting some stuff. And there was a lady that approached me and I was having a particularly hard morning where I was kind of, um, like fighting to keep tears from coming out of my face and the lady invited me to her church and it touched me in such a way that I started to cry like almost uncontrollably like I couldn't even answer her to say you know thank you for doing that it was just she could see it on my face that I was struggling so much and I thought how sweet of her how nice of her because she didn't have to do that but she chose Compassion. to try and change yeah. my day and maybe change life. my Sundays, you know. Change your life, honestly, you know. That could have changed that, that change your life in a way. Exactly. Um, so, like, we just want to, I guess, hammer home that the basic point is we don't know what other people are going through, ever. We can't read their minds, and they can't read our minds, and so we just need to start being a little more kind to each other, even if you're having a bad day. It could change your day to be nice mm-hmm. to someone. You know, like I've done it before just because like I could see it on another person's face or in their body language. And I've been nice to them, like overly nice or something, done something, done extra, went over and above and beyond. And... It was done out of goodness of my heart, but later I just, I felt so good about it. And I just, it made me feel good to do it. So the more we do that too, it will spread. We have to start doing this because this world is changing and it is so not the world Jessica and I grew up in anymore at all. No, I mean... And, and this podcast, the whole idea, you know, that Haley and I had when we, you know, began to talk about it, I mean, we value our friendship and see our friendship as a very safe place for us. And we all know that people have to have safe places in their lives to, um, you know, become who they really want to be. Be accepted you know, for who they are. Self-actualize <laughs> and and also to have a place that they can be authentically themselves where there's no judgments and there's no stereotyping and there's, you know, none of that junk that, you know, we just don't need. And we take pride in that, you know, um, and we want to provide a place that people can either listen, they can write in, like, you know, we've said so many times before, and, and just know that your words are safe, you know, unless you want us to share them. Um, but we have both had experiences that are worth sharing um, mm-hmm. because through those experiences, we have gained so much wisdom. We've gained um, skill sets that we didn't have before those things. So yes. we try and look at what we've been through as a blessing mm-hmm. instead of something bad. Right. Um, because as we share the things that we have learned and we share our experiences, we are giving to other people and in giving to other people, we can continue to heal. And so that is, 
you know, another thing that's important because we all know we do have to take care of ourselves, but, you know, giving love away, giving kindness away, giving wisdom away, um, giving experiences away are, are just helpful, you know, because people want to know that they're not alone in the world. And we want to let you know that you're not alone and that you can make it and whatever life puts in front of you, you can make it like it's, it's going to be okay. Um, you just have to, you know, surrender to what you're feeling and and see it all the way through, you know, don't give up because the mountain looks really big. Just push through because you will get to the other side. Yep. And I'm actually on the other side of a mountain that I just was on the top of or on the other side of. And it's coming to an end for me. And it's about, life's about to change a little bit. And so I thought I was never going to get through it at all. Like I really just thought I was going to cave and lose it altogether because I suffer from anxiety as well and depression. So um, I just, and now like, it's it's just like everything changes you know nothing stays the same that's why we say you will get through it because it's going to change it's not going to always be that way and just hold on and we want you to know whoever listens to this that you can come to us we are non-judgmental we will never will be confidential if you want us to be confidential um we have a email and it is the name of the podcast two souls bit not broken all one word at gmail.com if you have an issue or a question or you just need to vent anything and you don't even have to i mean we will not talk about it on the show, on the podcast if you don't want us to um, but if you do then we will and maybe we'll just you know say first name or something um but we want to provide a safe place for people because we have a safe place in each other and that's what that's what we built this on the basis of it it was built on like you know I can always call her and she can always call me and there's so many times where we'll text each other and she'll be like I was so about to text you and I was just thinking about you and or the vice versa I mean that happens a lot it's almost kind of creepy <laughs> but we're we're just connected in this way and so we wanted to use it for good um, and just to let you know that you have a safe place to talk if you need it. And it's people who have been through some stuff. We've been through a lot of different things in our lives separately, you know, um, and we've, like she said, learned new things and it has shaped who we are. And it, uh, it has completely, my experience completely changed me as a person almost it my perspective is a hundred thousand percent different than it was before what happened to me happened to me so we want you to know that you have us and I, right i mean and i can vouch for that because um you know the the beauty in in this is that you know Haley and i have been friends for a very long time and despite you know the fact that there were times when our lives went different directions we never lost touch and it was almost like I kind of always knew what was going on with Haley she always knew what was going on with me even if we you know talked once a month or Mm -hmm. it could have been once every three months or something um you know when our lives took different directions but you know I saw Haley 
go through all of this. And so I can say to you that, you know, her um, lease on life is different than it was, you know, even a year ago. And so um, there are ways through things that that you mm-hmm. don't even believe that you can get through. But it's amazing the strength that you can find in yourself and in friendship and um you know and if you are a person that is a christian or you know believes in a higher power that you know just resigning to letting him handle the really hard stuff you Mm -hmm. know um surrender it all difference yeah and if you don't then you know it's whatever higher power you believe in or whatever you believe in it's just you know it's just something that either way you've you've got to surrender period and then you have to that's about facing it and and for us because we're christian we surrender it to god and we just say you know we use our prayers and um we talk to him and let him know that we know he's in charge and whatever his plan is and his will is is that's what we want for our lives and if you don't believe in God, that's okay too. I mean, we're not judging you for it. So we're saying that you can find a place of, of comfort somewhere and you will find strength and you will get through it. And we want to be a place that you can come to if you need it, um, advice or just event or talk. So, um, we also want you to, you know, also think about how you're treating others because of that, because you know how you have bad days and, and maybe, you know, you lash out at others. I've done it. Jessica said she's done it. It's been done to us. And we kind of just want to slow down and start thinking about other people a little bit more because everybody's going through something, especially now, like right now is, it's really important not to be selfish. Um, just being offended is a selfish act in general. Um, it depends on what it is. There's different situations, of course, that you have the right and should defend yourself. There are other times where you just need to say, you know what, I'm going to have, that's going to roll off of my back. I'm not going to let that affect me. I'm not going to give that power over me. Um, so, and we can give you resources if you need them. Um, I posted some of mine the other day, actually, on our, our Facebook page. So, um, there's that, and then the email. Um, and then right. I, I think you can come on to just our Facebook page and just send us a message if you want to do it that way, too. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, and, and Haley and I actually do um, share some of the same resources, um, especially our daily devotional book that is called Unshakable. Yes, I love actually it. <laughs> was using it first and then bought it for Haley as a gift because it, it's it's a book that never, I mean, every time I open it, every it time doesn't speak to me. Always. I mean, so that one is really awesome and we can um maybe you do come on live sometime and we'll show you what it looks like and so if you want to order it on amazon because now you've got some extra time at home <laughs> um you can do that because it is it's truly an awesome devotional yeah to use it is um so we are thankful for our listeners and we're so glad that you hung out with us for this amount of time today 
and we hope that um, it won't, well, we're going to have a lot of time on our hands, so it shouldn't be too much longer where we'll put out another episode, but um, we're very thankful for anyone who spends their time listening to us and, you know, chooses to, Um, and we really hope you take it to heart and just think about what we said, and if you're out there and you need help, you need to talk to someone, please reach out and just... I mean, just reach out. You, you can't you can't do it alone, um, no matter what it is. It can be anything, but just reach out. And we are thankful for you as our listeners. And we love you guys. And I'm going to let Jessica talk, and then I'm going to just, I'm going to say bye and let her okay. say bye. <laughs> well, we just, um, like Haley said, we are very fortunate to have... Um, the followers that we have and the people who are taking time to listen to us and we consider you all um you know a blessing in this little path that we have and um I guess there are a lot of unknowns about it but you know what we want to do is spread love and spread kindness and spread acceptance and tolerance so please please um you know take this to heart and um you know, do it a little extra now, especially because people are, um, you know, if they do have struggles, I feel like they are compounded by oh, yeah. what our nation is going through. So, um, just spread some kind, be nice and smile. Like you probably shouldn't hug them. Just no, because I'll hug them. <laughs> the, the touching thing, but, you know, you when can we smile get back to hugging, then you can hug, but, um, just for now, you know, give somebody a nice smile and tell them that you are thinking about them and that you hope they stay happy and healthy and you just never know what your words can do may do for them that day. So. Absolutely. All right. Well, thank you guys for listening today and we will be back um, sometime soon and in between the time if you need to reach out, like we said, please reach out. Our Facebook page, Two Souls Bit Not Broken, or Two Souls Bit Not Broken at gmail.com. Um, either one. And we will 100% keep it confidential. So if you need to do that, please do that. And otherwise, we will see you next time, or we'll, we'll talk to you next time. Um, we might see you. I don't know. We might, if we are allowed out of the house ever, we might do a live one time again, but we will be back and thank you for listening. Yes. Thank you for listening and you guys stay, um, stay healthy and happy and kind. (laughs) Yes. Yes. Bye-bye. Bye.